You can't you can't be talking in the background. Wait, what do we not do? Look at you? With the baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> yo, this is gonna be a, a a chaos episode. I can already tell. Um, yo, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust podcast. Got my boy in the building, Josiah. Well, come, <laughs> all, all these cameras is on. Uh, coming from wait, where'd you guys come up from? Like before, like Texas. I thought you guys were in South Carolina. We're well, North Carolina, Charlotte, Mid Hill. But we from t- well, <laughs> you're not from Texas. I'm saying like, where were you in Texas? Like uh, right now, like where are you stationed? Colleen, Texas is about 40 minutes uh, from okay. Austin. Okay, yeah, from Austin. So I kind of, I kind of want to touch on all these things. But if you hear in the background, you can hear our Josiah's baby in the background, cat and his wifey's in the background. So if you hear any noise or chaos in the background. Just know it's family here, so it's all good. Right. Good conversations. Um, but I really want to touch on, you know, you have a very unique, like, um, story that, yeah, you don't have to be so close to the mic, all right? Be regular, bro. Stop being nervous. Hold don't, on, hold on, hold on. Don't be hold nervous. On, hold on. Don't be nervous. But uh, I think it's the, the, the story that we've been seeing over time, right, how quick your life, like, just changed in, like, it, like really a year, right? When we look back to, like, I really feel like you were never a badass kid. You were just in a circle that you would sometimes snap and go into those moods because you were around those kids so often. But I want to know what changed for you to be like, yo, I'm going to have a wife. I'm going to have a kid. I'm going to have a house. I'm going to be in the military. Like, that, like it was such a crazy because, to be honest with you, we know Josiah as, all right, he would go down one path and love it with a passion, and then he would get off that. And then he would go down one road with a passion and then get off that. So, like, what, what came out of nowhere? Um... Probably 2018, because that was, um, at the time I was working at Domino's and in Willingboro. In Willingboro, yeah. And I was just moving different, a little bit more angry, and, uh, you know, I was in relationships and whatnot. <laughs> and it just the whole, I guess, focus, because at that time, we graduated 2015, so 2018, yeah. that's already three years yeah. out of high school. And three years goes quick when you're out of high school, goes bro. Goes quick. And at the same time, you know, it's like little wins here and there. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know. Me and Javon was working at warehouses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazon was one of the first ones. And, um, you know, I had got a car. And I was just working. But at the same time, like you, Tony, uh, who else was it? Even Jabri. I think he was at the Mint. Yeah. And just everybody was doing their own thing. And I kind of felt like I was still you know, in Dodge City, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, damn, you know, like, my boys is doing something, and I'm not, so at that time, it was a lot of frustration, Yeah. Um, and then even Ricardo, like, lastly, because he was up at Rowan, Mm -hmm. and I think it was that phone call that I had with him that, uh, because I always knew that I wanted a family, and a kid, and a house. I mean, yo, we would be in, like... Well, I mean, yo, we would be in like middle school, and Josiah was is always so family oriented that he was like, "Yo, I want to have my kid. Yo, imagine us having a kid. Imagine us having like all these things." So you were the only one out because all of us like, "Fuck no, yo, we don't want to have no kid yet." But we always knew it would be you having a kid first, or y'all try to put on me to be like, "Oh, Malik will have a kid." That's my young boy now. He leaving. Nah, we don't care. Now at the same time too, yeah, we always knew that it was gonna be me first. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, dang, like you know what I mean? Cause the whole family thing, even yeah. like spending time at your crib, mm-hmm. or like your, you know your mom's crib at the time, just that the camaraderie and the brotherhood. Yeah. We spend a night. We go yeah. to Applebee's. I yeah. was just telling her we'll hit the Cherry Hill Mall, buy some elite socks, yeah, and hit it. like 
Hollister, a Hollister, Hollister shirt. Hollister, like Taco it. Bell, yeah, number seven. It. What is that? A chicken uh, <laughs> yes, quesadilla. Sir. Yeah. And just vibe out. Mm-hmm. And even before that, football, you know, with your dad being our coach. Yeah. And just even with that, because till this day, from us being young bulls growing up with sports together uh-huh. at Palmyra, I think that really got us close. Yeah. So I think that's where it came from. I always longed for uh, family, you know, whether it's real, like family, family, or like people mm-hmm. I can call my yeah, brothers. Yeah, friends, so like that. Yeah, I, th- I think you and Kat taught me that more than anyone, that like family isn't always blood, but family can become friends and, exactly. and people that you come in contact with and how much like you care about that stuff. Because I, I always had family, so I really didn't put that much pressure on my friends like my friends was just that was my bros but like my family yeah. was something separate so like now that i got older it's like nah yo friends is sometimes even more closer to me than f- family is because you don't have to love me right. you choose to love me you choose to you know give me your efforts yeah. but um for for how how far you want to dive into your story i mean we can we can dive it, so it, it's up to you so i think i want to take it back to like like not born and raised, but pretty much raised in Beverly, New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, when Tom was on here, he let me know too. Like, yo, this this is the one town in Jersey that has no traffic lights, yeah. like no traffic lights, but there's so much that goes on there. Like, what was it like growing up in the, in like in in that environment? I kind of like it because it being a small town, it was like we had no choice but to get close with each other. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, you look at the the elementary school, middle school. You know, it's, I think it's like kindergarten through eighth grade. Yeah. And that's the whole time. You know, Yo, you, kindergarten through eighth is wild. It's not like these other yeah. communities. Yeah. You know, you go here for elementary school, here yeah, for middle, middle school. school. raised the whole way. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from second grade, Jomo and all of them. You know, yeah. people just dropping yeah. a different kind of language. And I think it was so taboo to me that it was just like, dang, this is kind of cool. Real. As a young boy, yeah. you know, like they talking crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of this and, and this like, is second grade. This is second grade. <laughs> yeah. Fourth grade. Yeah. I don't know where the wife yet. Fourth grade, you know, you got us by lockers, you know, mm-hmm. with the girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. just like I guess the pressure of the I guess the the elders or whoever you want to call in the neighborhood having that influence on the young bulls. Mm-hmm. We wanted to grow up so quick. Yeah. And it had his uh its blessings, you know, and his curses at mm-hmm. the same time. But I would say, growing up in Beverly, it, it taught it teaches you to be tough in a way. Yeah. You know, you got to be tough to be out there, um, you know, from sports to just hanging out, you know, because I think people try to downplay because we are so yeah. small. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, we pack a punch. I think people don't understand what it is like when we would be in a locker room. And I, I didn't see it until my senior year the camaraderie Beverly had. Because Beverly, when, like, you guys were coming to town, you guys always went off, like, the train station. You guys, and Pop Warner was like, yo, our practice doesn't start till Beverly gets here because Beverly's coming with 15 niggas to practice. Like, right. that's our whole team, pretty much. So, like, practice wouldn't start until then. So we would be sitting there waiting. But then in high school, like, I didn't see it until there was a fight that happened in practice one time with Tone. I, know, I, 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 know, I ain't going to go who was fighting. But when Tone got in a fight, but I saw, like, oh, shit, like, yo, to be honest, like these are my brothers, but like if niggas wasn't my brothers, like niggas would rob me, like rock on me too, like because it really is Beverly versus everybody. Like it really was, yo, Beverly's gonna hold down Beverly because Beverly knows what Beverly's been through. Like you guys have been together since second grade, and it, and coming into high school, you guys are like, yo, it's still us. Like no matter what, we hold each other down. We take yeah. the bus home together. We take the bus to school together. Like it's always us. So like I saw that camaraderie, and like 
I think that it can have a positive and negative influence, right? Like when you want to look at when you look up to like the the street dudes, you're like, yo, they're the coolest people in the town. Right. I just want to be on the corner with them. Right. It's like that's all you see. That's what you're seeing around. But I think it was unique because everyone knows Josiah went to Rowan, but Josiah didn't go to Rowan. Like, <laughs> like that's the craziest shit. Like people don't understand. Like Josiah was at Rowan. Like how did that happen for you to be at Rowan? All right, so boom. <laughs> I mean, we out the this, situation. This now. story is crazy, bro. So what happened was, like I was saying, back in that 2018, I had got a phone call from Ricardo. Yeah. Or we call it like up there, he's Rico, but yeah, me, you know him as Ricardo. Yeah. You know, and this um, is how this is how far back we go. We go so far back to us going to the mall and like going to Outbeats yeah, and chilling, like just, Ricardo being like, yo, he never really had, none of us really had anything. So like it, right. it came to end up like, yo, let's do two for 20. If I have to kick him more, I'll kick him more. Exactly. Like, that's what the vibe was. Like, it's so crazy. Like look everybody, over you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I mean, they'll probably crack jokes like, yeah, that, of you course, know, he broke ass nigga. Over there. But at the Nick same time, order water and lemon. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we it, all yeah. order food and yeah. we all give him something to eat That's too. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with Ricardo. I'm going to call him Ricardo for the, for the video <laughs> throwback. So, with Ricardo, he had called me up one time and was like, yeah. yo, bro, you out here wilding. You know, at that time, you remember when I had I had went to, uh, I got locked up that time. Oh, yeah. I was trying to put me on a t-shirt. And I, there was a testimony in that, too. The young boy I was in there with, his name was Aaron, and he happened to know my family. Really? Yeah. So, like, when my dad came and yo, picked me up. Yo, I wish you could find that mugshot, bro. I know. When my dad came and picked me up, it was like a realization, like, like, what was what was the point of me and him being together yeah so like is it like if i keep going down this path is this where i'm in that so i kind of thought on that a lot it's pretty crazy when you think back to like you didn't fold after after that moment like you completely changed like life changed for you after that moment yeah yeah. and i and i remember the moment you know and some people like to say i live life cinematically but my dad was you know it was the bars between us and he was like like what are you doing yeah you know like you're out here wilding Basically, he didn't say you out here wilding, but you know, yeah, his knows. silence was enough. His silence was loud in a sense. Like yeah. he it spoke, he spoke without speaking. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, I got the call from Ricardo, he was like, "You out here wilding? You know, just come up to rowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can do this over. We can start over." Yeah. And I was angry at the time. I'm like, "F that! You yeah, know, I don't need your help or whatever." And then I hung up. And but at the same time, I knew he was right. Yeah. So then one day it's just me and my little brother, you know, Jariah. Jariah. He not he not so yeah, too, shout out to Duke doing big he, things also. Yeah, he the same situation. It's crazy. Like, so one night he's just chilling. He's in the back room. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm leaving. Yeah. And I made a promise to myself, I'm like, I'm never coming back. Not never coming back until like I guess it's right. But at the time it was never coming back. Until the position is right. Yeah, but I was like, I'm, I'm not coming back, you know, because I didn't want to get sucked into, you know, just staying there. Yeah. I think there was a comfortability at the same time. I was frustrated because y'all was doing what y'all wanted to do. But at the same time, it was comfortable to me because that's yeah. what I knew. So then um, I packed up my Avalon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, did I, have pa- car, I packed yeah. up the Avalon yeah. and I just drove up to Rowan. Yeah. And then that first night, you know, I met um, Yasmin and Jay. Uh, shout out to them too. Yeah. And then from there on, it was just like forward from that point on. Yeah. yeah. And then um, some things happened to where I was able to stay at Rowan, mm-hmm. you know, like sleep my head wherever mm-hmm. I needed to, to just, yeah. to, you know, uh, people looking me out as far as washing my clothes, making sure I ate. Yeah. And it was basically like, yo, you here for this amount of time, you need to find a job. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be smoking weed or yeah. like, all of that stuff. But that's not who you were regardless. Like you it wasn't, that, it you wasn't that guy. And I told people too, like, when and this is no knock on people from mm-hmm. Dodge City, but when yeah. I guess you're like 
trying to find yourself, you're going to go any kind of way, mm-hmm. especially if it's, I guess the foundation is like frustration and anger. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. doing things that I really wasn't really in my personality to do. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, from rowing, just, just from there, I just never looked back. And then, um, I think it was, it was unique in the fact that like so many people were down to like help you regardless. Like so many people were like, cause when I came into, like when I came into the dorm room, I was like, yeah. yo, like. I didn't even know him, and it was For just messing with me. This white boy is allowing like a whole nigga like just live in his room. Like it was a, yeah. it's, it's, it wasn't like an apartment. It was a one bedroom, two beds, and then it was just size space. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. yo, this is crazy. But it's like, you got around the right people of Rowan. Like the people at Rowan that you were around were like the most genuine people. Like those, were, they were always cool. They, were, I worked with them in Red's life, and like they were always just genuine people. Right. So everyone was holding you down, like. I feel like everyone knew, like, if, yo, if you live with Ricardo, like, yo, Josiah's come with Ricardo as well. Yeah. And, like, everyone came across, like, Chad. Everybody was like, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, all right. Like, it's a dude trying to figure out his way. And I feel like everybody would have been in that position. But, again, you didn't go to Rowan. Like, there would be times where I'd be like, yo, how would Josiah in a Rowan play? Like, yo, this <laughs> nigga was in a Rowan. Like, you guys understand, like, he was in a university play. I was in a university play. I was in the <laughs> choir. <laughs> I was in a you gotta chill so I don't laugh. What was it? I was in a choir. What else was I in? I won best rowing hip hop uh, rap contest. I did that. Nigga had no student ID. <laughs> bro, bro, I was just I was at rowing. He was living a college experience. I was I was having a college experience. But that's what I tell people all the time. Like like um people that, that don't get it, like they're like college isn't for me. Like, you were a guy, like, yo, the classroom was not for you at all. Heck no, but the people were. But that experience, and I'm like, yo, if, if you could just bum it, like, classes suck. I know people that are, there's some kids right now that I work with that I'm like, yo, you're not, you're, you're doing okay in college, but you're getting, your, your enrichment is going to be so much stronger than the person yeah. you would have been if you just stayed home and didn't go to school and just try to figure out your way. Like, you're right. around the right people. Like, you got that enrichment without the classroom, of course, but I feel like if you threw the classroom in it, it wouldn't have been too much crazier on you. It wouldn't have hurt you. Like, no. you would have definitely graduated at some point. Like, you would it may have took you longer, but you would have graduated. But that enrichment still helped you out to, like, kind of where you are today, like, in that, in that path that was, like, I just truly wish that, like, for people, people to understand. To, yeah. to grasp that, like, yo, college isn't always about that paper. And I always say it's, it's 90% of what you learn outside of that classroom. It's kind of like with anything. Um, and, you know, at the time, too, because I was at warehouses with Javon and everything. And it mm-hmm. was all just like, fuck college. Yeah. Kind of wave and everything. Yeah. Like, you know. And for me, I can't speak on him. For me, it was out of frustration, out of jealousy. Yeah. Because that's where y'all were. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when I got there, it was just a whole different world. Yeah, you have and no idea until you experience it. Yeah, and like you said, the authentic, or what's the word I'm looking for? The authenticity, or whatever how you say it, with the people. Genuine people, Just yeah. genuine people that really yeah. rock with you. Yeah, man. You know, because um, they didn't know me, yeah. but they just rock with me, and then it was just a good time. Yeah. You know, I look back at it, too, and I'm like, I always say it all the time yeah. for my boys in Texas that I rock with now. I'm like, man, if I would have met y'all there, you know, but yeah, that's I mean, another story. But. That was so pivotal in your growth, but so then when we, when we look at, like, you're in college, like... We, you kind of had a timeline too. You knew when Ricardo graduated, what am I going to do next? Exactly. Like you, you had that timeline. I got figured out at some point because he's leaving here. Like he's, I'm not going to have nowhere to go in places like that. So what do you end up doing? Like what makes you say, okay, all right, you're in the army, correct? Yeah, I'm okay. in the army. Yeah. So, so what made you jump out there and say, yo? Because when you said it, I was like, half of me was like, fuck, like I don't want him to do that. Yeah. But half of me was like, I know Josiah. Whenever he puts his energy in something. 
he goes 110%. Like, I know he's yeah. going to be good at whatever he does. And I was like, maybe he needs this discipline. There's going to be an added discipline to him. Like, yeah. I feel like you never needed discipline because we played sports our whole life. Like, we always right. had discipline. Yeah. You always were there at 6 a.m. workouts. Acting like you, No one ever had to tell you to go to do something. But this another level of discipline and putting your full foot forward, like, is something. And it was a little nervous of, like, all right, is he chasing his girl? Like, I know his girl is in, in the Army and stuff like that. So, so Pete, um, so what happened was... He was graduating, and then the whole COVID happened. Oh, but yeah. I was still at Rowan because mm-hmm. the job I had at Lascalis. Shout out to Lascalis. Oh that's yeah, one of like my favorite jobs I really? ever had. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like the best job I had. Yeah, they, um, they were good people there. So when I was working there, COVID happens, and I end up moving out of the situation that I had with Rico, where I was um I had my own spot. But it was like just a room I was paying for with some some other oh, dudes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened was I, I he was I was planning on him if he was gonna be at Rowan or not. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't know what his move was and there was talks what he wanted to do. But at, at the time, you know, the little birdie had to leave the nest. Yeah. So I just rock I just rocked out with myself out there and during COVID, she ended up going to the army. Yeah, I remember that. So one, yeah. she's going at basic, and then at that time, that's when I had my locks, and I was getting more into my word, like with God. Mm. And I did a fast, just to make sure what I was doing was correct, correct. and not rushed for the benefit of just me and her, just to be together. But what fast? What do you mean? As far as like the conversation we had with her her father mm. like with her because her like her father father is in um mm-hmm. was in the army okay and it was just one of those situations where i felt like damn do we got to get married by monday just for us to be together because oh, of just yeah, the situation yeah, yeah. for us to kind of stand yeah. up together yeah but what ended up happening was i waited and i just when she was going because when COVID happened she was going for like nine months but mm-hmm. it was supposed to be I want to say like either seven or five months she was supposed yeah, to be Yeah, I remember gone. you saying she's going away. But it, it extended more because of the whole COVID. And um, while she was gone, like I said, I just got closer to God to make sure it was the right decision mm-hmm. as far as just asking her to be my wife. And then um, we ended up getting married. Yeah. Um, we ended up getting married that Aug- or August. So she left that February. And then around like that August, we ended up getting married. I remember and, you telling me like, yo, we... um. We got we got married already. And I'm like, what you mean, bro? Like, why didn't you yeah. tell me? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm here. And you he was like, nah, we had to do military stuff. And of course, I understood. Yeah. But then you were like, yeah, I'm getting a ring. I remember you being excited for the ring and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, got her, I got her ring. So, yeah. I mean, shout out to the ring. And I don't want to, this is a side story. But before she left, so this is like a, this is a crazy story I just want to dive into. So, at that time, I was uh, doing real estate. Yeah. Real estate. And um, I know you had, I, I seen one with the real estate guy was oh on boy. here. Yeah, he's And I was like, show. I was itching to just say a little piece to it. Yeah. But um, I had did the whole wholesaling thing where mm-hmm. you kind of get lower. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like you play the middleman and get that spread. So, out in Pleasantville, close to Atlantic City, she helped me with the process of getting a home. Mm-hmm. And we flipped it. And then... Um, that was the same time she was getting ready for the army. Mm. So I got the house going on with that stuff and her army stuff and it's going on together. Mm-hmm. So the day she actually left for basic, I wasn't able like to say goodbye to her because she had to go off to basic mm-hmm. and I had to go to the title company to pick uh, up my check. The check, yeah. Yeah, and then from that check it was a nice penny. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was a nice penny. And then with that I bought her ring. And I and knew what that, and you were like, "Yo, this is gonna make me. This this is gonna help me survive for a little bit longer, for a little bit longer, and buy the ring." So I knew you were like, "Okay, you have a plan." Right. So then, what made you say like, "All right, like I'm gonna do the army as well"? So fast forward, I fly out to Texas and I get there before she does, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for a crib. 
a home for us. And then um, this was like October, mm-hmm. probably like right after or like right before. Um, no, nah, this is probably like early November, right yeah. after uh, Halloween. Yeah, I, I fly out there, and she's—I don't know when she's coming. She does because she wants to surprise mm-hmm. me, whatever. So I'm in the Airbnb. I'm with the realtor. I'm going around oh, yeah, Texas. I remember, yeah. I'm trying to find a home. We lock one in, and then um, you know, I, I give her the ring finally when she comes. Uh, when she comes to Texas, fast forward a little bit. I'm working these jobs, and I'm just like. I can't do this no more. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. I want something for a little bit and I hop off. Mm-hmm. And I get a phone call from my older brother, Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And from that conversation, it kind of just changed, um, I guess, my life in a sense. To really? where I'm at now. Really? He was like, he what was, was his game? His game was like, you know, like, because at that time she was pregnant. And we, I think we just had found out. And then he was like, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice for your family? Mm-hmm. And we were on the phone for a little bit. And he was just talking to me. And I'm like, dang. Like, yeah, after the phone call, fact. I'm like, this can't be a situation where I just want to quit. You yeah. Know? But I didn't want to be in a situation where it was just so easy to quit because I wanted to give up. Like, I wanted to do something that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. But I didn't want to... Um, I didn't want to do something I didn't like. You know, yeah. Just be stuck where I'm like, yeah, dang, I, yeah. I, I have I to do to, this yeah. for my son. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was after the phone call... It was one of those things, too, where it wasn't a lot of thinking on my part. You know, I guess kind of like a flip coin, like, I'm going to join the Army. Really? Yeah, I just, I was no at the crib. Thinking. She yeah. was at work. It's yeah. just me. You know, the house was nice, though. You know, the dishes was done. Night, the, night. the lunch. <laughs> <laughs> she came home to Hot Mills. Um, Nigga's fucking for his life. You feel me? Nigga, what was it, was it called? Uh, you a, a homosexual. You was homeless. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, exactly. That's what they call That's what Gillian said. Is that you a homosexual, bro? You fucking for your life. She go out, buy me stuff. I hug her from behind. You know that. Can't you stop. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. Nah, but what happened was, yeah, so... I was like, nah, I got to do something. I'm, I'm going to do the yeah. Army. So I called her. And she's like, stop playing. Like, what did you have to tell me? Yeah. I'm on the phone. I'm like, nah, I want to join the Army. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, can you really tell me what you want to do? Because she, I was, same thing with the whole college thing. I'm like, man, F the Army, I'll never join. But a lot of people, not going to well, a lot of people don't know this. I'm not going to say not believe it. Mr. J, Javon's dad, mm-hmm. when we would go play basketball, mm-hmm. Cause he used to pour in us too. It was further than basketball with him when we used to go to Riverton. Oh yeah, he always give game. Bro. And something that stuck in my head or see that he planted years ago mm-hmm. was like you would be good in the army, like you would be good really? in the military. He yeah. said that. Yeah, he said he said that to me. He was like, I, it wasn't the army. He was like, you'll be good in the military, mm-hmm. like because you have the discipline already. Kind of like you were saying, exactly. he plays sports and yes. everything. Yeah. And she said the same thing. You know, my wife would say the same thing. Is he military? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he is. No, no. I don't think he was. But he saw. Like he. He poured into us uh, on those basketball courts Mm -hmm. where he kind of got that dog out of us. Yeah. And he was like, you know, like you will be good in the military. Yeah. And I was gonna join back at the military with Jabri back in 2015. I think we went. uh, We were trying to do the Navy at the time. Jabri who? Brinkley. Brinks, nigga. (laughs) I wanted. Yeah, me and him was. We was in talks as far as just joining the military. Really? Yeah. Oh, and then, that's um, crazy. I know it didn't I work know out. That. Yeah, 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 it yeah, didn't work out. And then, um, you know how with school, teach like I guess the class that's graduating, they'll say on the wall like went to this college or whatever, like yeah. that class. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I was up there for Air Force. Uh, uh, so you still in Palmyra's Air Force? Yeah, it was Palmyra <laughs> for Air Force because that's what I I wanted to do yeah. too. I wanted to, so I wanted to. To I be wanted, honest, that shit is kind of dope that they do that, but it also puts so much added pressure onto people. Listen, man, I. 
I remember it for the bad reason. I'm like, dang, I had Air Force up there, and I'm here at Domino's. You know, at that yeah. time, I would think back to that. Like, yeah. God, damn. Yeah, that's that. When, when I walk the hallways, and it's funny, I look at the the thing, you'd be like, like Javon Paul RCBC. I was like, he was never going there. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas yeah. is never going. Like, the people I know, it's like crazy. You look at people's lives that do that. Um, hold on, let me check something real quick. Yeah, yeah. Is your mic good? Let me see. Talk one more time. Check, check, check. I don't know why I don't like your mic sound. I gotta take these headphones off because I'll just be being a dickhead, like worried about it. Check, check, check. Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. That's yeah, better. There we go. Yeah, this this is why I'm buying new mics. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can you hear see the difference. The difference, right? Yeah. Don't worry. I cu- I cut the shit up like crazy and then have a check, 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 check. Yeah, we good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Fuck this. I can't stand these headphones. I'm off the headphones. <laughs> um, what? you don't need you don't need to wear it if you don't want to. All right. You want to? It's up to you. It don't matter. Yeah, I, I like just being able to put this under. Okay, yeah. Oh, facts, 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 facts. Put them right there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But when when we looked at, like, I, I think that's, like, a, I, I always think that people put more thought into joining the military. They're like, oh, I'm going to, like, save lives and defend my country. So even now, like, I always say, bro, okay, yeah. I would never, ever, ever in my life fight for this country. Like I would, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough to be like, Malik, go to work for this country because this country don't give a fuck about me." How do you feel right now, being in the military with everything going on? Like you're really in a crazy time right now too, mm-hmm. with like shit going on. So how do you feel? I would say with the military, it's not hard for me, right? Yeah. Like for like as far as PT, as far as what the military expects of you, yeah, you know, just things that just the kind of military life. But when it comes to war, you know, we have a saying. It's kind of like that hua hua, and I would. As far as fight, of course, for the yeah. country, but for the reasons of who I'm going with, like I got people that I met from mm-hmm. South Carolina, people from Missouri, mm-hmm. people from I think Chicago, I think yeah. that's where my young boy from. But just like knowing that we can get called to war and I'm with them, it's yeah. like I'm a fight for them. Damn, that's a great, that's a crazy analogy I never thought about. Like, yeah, because it's like those are yeah. my guys, and I I wouldn't want nothing to happen to them. And like even the people in like my platoon, and I don't need to really get into the terminology, but just who I'm with, yeah, like. I don't really rock with all of them per se, but course, yeah. like in a way, if we went to war, like yeah, they I got I got to bring them back home too. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's what you're thinking for for you. No, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. like everybody. For me, yeah, for like me, that. it's just like for yeah. you, it's like nah. I gotta make sure my boys are safe. Like, yeah, I gotta uh, bring yeah my boy Mo, uh, my boy. We call him Yak. He from Atlanta. He he different. I don't know if you met him on Facetime, but him, uh, my boy Dorson. Evans, Atlanta, Pat, crazy though. I know that. Yeah, my boy Patty, all of them. It's just like I would go to war for them. Fact. So it's. That's where kind of the shift is. And for okay. my wife, too. like if, Yeah. Because she's military with uh-huh. me. If she was to get deployed, it's like, first of all, I don't even want her going to war. Yeah. And, you know, we have conversations. But, really? yeah, knowing that she could be over there, too, is like, we got to come back home for E, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Definitely. I, it's, it's even like, it's just like, so do you, have you dealt with like, like in the military, there's like people always like, there's still racism that exists even in the military. Do you see racism exist in the military? Um... I think you can. I think you can. Um, in my case, no. Not really yeah, racism. Okay. No, I haven't experienced it. Yeah. And at the same time, too, I guess the people that's in the military now were the people that joined back in like 2001 when 9-11 happened. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, a lot of them, like, they're they're coming up on retirement, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years, you know, whatever. That's coming up for them. So, they're kind of getting pushed out to where, like, you know, the leaders now is a bunch of, oh, my fault. Yeah. It's just a younger, I guess, generation to where, like, racism still does exist, but, like, I could see old army. We call it old army. Like, I could see that being different. Really? Because a lot, like, I think the army changes with the times, too. Yeah. Like, the civilian world, yeah. as far as just, like, things from the LGBTQ. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. To, like, you know, different cancel culture movements. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can adjust to where, yeah. you know, they need to, mm-hmm. to see fit, just in the world that we're living in, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Do, do you see that, uh, like, have you seen, like, the, the old army, like, give you pushback in regards to like how shit is now or like are you guys fighting against like young and old yes really i, w- I would think so yeah because the the thing is like when i joined which was what last year it's kind of like the new army okay. so like they're a little bit softer you know as what? far as what things can like they can do like so like a drill sergeant is when you go off to basic whatever yeah. and those are the people are in charging you for whatever amount of time you are with them yeah to like train your job Mm-hmm. But like even their approach, because that's where it starts, yeah. right? Like that's you new to the military. Mm-hmm. Old army, they could take you like in the back, the drill sergeants, and you talk crazy the wrong way. They're like, "Yo, come here, private. Like, you know, come to this closet with me." Bop, bop, bop. You know, beat you up. Now you can't do that. I would love that shit. Though. That's lie. what I'm saying. Like when I joined, I kind of wanted that because yeah. it's like where I'm from. So yeah, it's just yeah. like, all right, let's just see how tough this let's really this is. Shit. And then when I went there, it was like... So, there's a famous... There's a funny comedian. Uh, fuck, Shane Gillis. Mm-hmm. He went to uh, uh, Air Force Academy. I think he went to Air Force Academy for mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. So, he was there. And after, like, the first week, he quit. He yeah. was like, I'm not doing this shit. And they asked him, like, yo, how is it? They're like, yo, how is, like, in comparison, like... He was like, yo, college football is way harder than basic training. And, like, really, he's like... College football, like he's like, I went to a D three school that their their camp was harder than what I experienced. Right, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So like, how was it actually going through basic training? Like everyone always talks about like when I look at basic training, it's always like this. I always say in my my next life I'll be a seal. Like so I'm like yo, I'm see a, if you're gonna do some stuff like that, still makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, a good swimmer. I'm a nigga that's a good swimmer. If like, you I want that swim, real, we call it like that hua hua, like that real, I guess military experience. Yeah. The seals, you got rangers, you got mm-hmm. special forces. That stuff, yeah, you'll their get... Their training is different? Yeah, their training is, you know, because that's, like, top-tier people. So, like, do you feel like, like, when you look at back at, like, I don't know, it's not at that level, but, like, high school football and, like, basketball camp, was it yeah. some? was it different than what you experienced there? Or was something a little harder or different? I would say football. I would say, like, football. Remember, like, we had two practices a day? Yeah, like, we would go in the heat. Yeah. I would say that was more harder than basic training, I feel like on a physical standpoint okay but from a mental standpoint because you're away from family yeah. you're away from things that you yeah. know i would say mentally it messed with me more because she was pregnant at the time too so i was oh, really yeah. thinking about her yeah um so more hard, than anything that was the hardest part for you think that was the thing? hardest part was just the separation um as I far think, as physical I, I stuff like the, like, the, the tiredness too because you guys are up so early yo the first couple of days bro they call it uh <laughs> it's in processing bro and they had this something called the 43rd and it's just like you get all these shots, you know, they get in your information. It's just admin work yeah. for like five days. And boy, yeah, you tired. Really? Because like, like the, it's a thing too, like with the army, I don't know about the other branches, you know, it's like we rush to wait. Like they rush you, rush you, rush you, rush you for you to be waiting for something. So like, really? like let's just oh, say like it's a special, it's just uh, we have a speaker that's coming, you know, yeah. retired, whoever, Sergeant Major. 
like they'll rush us on hit times on where we need to be and we really make those times and then like we get there and like we'll be waiting for like two hours or whatever until the person comes so it's like you rush to wait yeah it's like out of respect almost of like yeah to to make sure he's not waiting on us but sometimes it's like bro like this i could have slept for like another hour (laughs) and still get up you know what i'm saying but um it it actually kind of sucked because my first day because they don't do like hell week or none of that stuff mm-hmm. anymore. That's what I'm saying. It's going like it's changing with the times. Oh, okay. So this little shark attack they did with us was really us getting off the bus until we got to our barracks. But like I wasn't drinking any water. So I was dehydrated. <laughs> so I had a headache and it was raining. So I got off the bus. This girl just slips, falls. Everybody tramples <laughs> over her. She's done. That was her basic training experience, her military experience. She she was done right there. She got a medal for that though. She yeah she got she got a check. She said from the army. But she gets a medal too because she she was she was I mean she gets a medal I think. Yeah. During war times, <laughs> something like that. She gets something, bro. Bro, so we sitting on the bus, right? We got the bags. The drill sergeant with the hat come on. He like welcome to such and such and such and such. Now get the fuck off my bus. So the door is open. Everybody's just yeah. Like, you right? are a cinematic they ass get nigga. A, bro. Yeah, no, everything that's how it was. Everything for you is a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like you got to put your head down and join. It's okay. like you get off. Come on, let's go. Come on, get yeah. on. You know they all yelling and whatnot. We get to our barracks and whatnot, um, and like we just we just pushing. You know they got us doing workout yeah. now, so we got to find our bags. Our mm-hmm. bags is over here, and that was just you know. Was I, the workouts tough for you? The workouts weren't tough. Now nah. did you prepare? Like did you work out before you went? I went to the gym and put size on. I think when I left, I was probably like two hundred, mm-hmm. and then I thought like you you lost crazy weight. I, I did lose crazy yeah, weight you, when you I was got smaller. Uh, I mean, and like, well, two, what's the most they would make you do? Like in a setting. Like, push-up-wise. It depends, really, on the drill sergeant. But, like... Because I know there's some niggas that there's no way they're getting through a... Like, there's no way you could do pull-ups. No, I mean, we did pull-ups. I mean, did everybody? Everybody. Everybody could do pull-ups. Not everybody. Like, you would have to assist them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have to assist them. But, like, there was this one drill sergeant, Drill Sergeant Ryan, and he was a, he was just a beast. Like, he can be down at the push-up for, like... For a while. A while, bro. Like, you would think you got him, and like yeah. in my head, I'm like, all right, we only going to 20. Like, I know he messing with us. But the cadence is like one, two, three, one. But that, that like that to one? 20, yeah, one. That so counts to 20. up, down, up, down, one. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he so went to like, 20 one time. So that's 40. That's a 40 clip. That's a 40 clip. <laughs> so then, like, we get, to, you know, we get to 40, like, you know. But then, like, they'll mess with you or, like, they'll be, like, half down, lean hold to the left, left, lean to the yeah, right, yeah. hold it and whatnot. Like right and then he just keep going. Yeah. But then, like, the craziest thing I remember was uh because it was him but the craziest thing i ever seen it was off a simple workout it was drill sergeant um montez and he did like this over the hand clap and you did like this mm-hmm. boy did like a hundred something of them <laughs> so it was like one two quarter. three <laughs> one one two and he did a hundred and i'm like yeah and then like he was done and he had like his mean mug face he's like see privates i told you i'm nothing to fuck with like something like that that was the craziest thing so so would you uh so it, how funny is the military i feel like there's so many comedians i know that actually were in the military and yeah. you're like you were in the military like yeah i was military like yeah. gary owen delay all these Gary guys. owens i seen his like yeah. special when he was talking about he was in the, he was in the 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 was, was it the navy or was it navy because the... he was in cali yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was navy so like uh, how funny is it really funny because i can tell you right now when i pledged yeah that shit was funny as it was fuck. funny it's some funny niggas <laughs> Football, you know it's clowns there. So there's always clowns. That, that that's the only way you yeah. can do it. It's to laugh through this shit. So it's common grounds. I think we're pledging like the military, like that yeah. whole brotherhood thing. I wouldn't dive deep into it. It's, it it is different at the same time. Yeah, of course. But like, it's it's funny because you rocking with people. Yeah. So I was going for 20 weeks. So like, these are who I'm going to be living with for 20 yeah. weeks, and it's just like 
different ages, different races. Oh, that's true, yeah. Different reasons. Yeah. You know, somehow people are brought up and we just all in the same, <laughs> bay. they call it the bay. We all are just in the same area. Was that and like a funny moment? Funny moments all the time, bro. People wanting to fight. Really? Uh, we actually had a slap boxing league. <laughs> really? Yeah, we had a slap boxing league. Who, we got in trouble the, for it. Who, who took the W? Uh, I mean, my boy, my boy, Keyshawn. Trice. Was you in it? Shout out. He in Germany. I, I ran it. I helped ran, <laughs> I helped ran it. You know, I was the person with the card, and I had people's names on there. Like, Back off the mic a little bit. Oh, my phone. It was like, yeah, I had the people's names and whatnot. So I would say, like, all right, you know, at this time, this is who was fighting. And, like, we had these gloves. Badass that, These winter gloves. Because we had to do something. We was just in there bored. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we got caught. And then we had to do this thing where we had to wear, like, full kit. They call it, like, the whole vest the and whole helmet to bed and everything. How did you get bro. caught? So we had we was where we were where yeah. the, where the uh, slap boxing league was. There was a back door, and our senior drill sergeant had came in, snuck up on us. <laughs> Why y'all sitting there slap boxing? Yeah, he's like, everybody meet me downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you I got to you an episode of Delay. He uh, he's a comedian. Did you miss your podcast? He was running illegal gambling because mm-hmm. he had he had night watch. So every time he had night yeah, watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had gambling. Yeah, and he would just be there like. Oh, we got night watch. We gambling tonight, so everybody up with me. Like we having fun, and they got caught. And he was like, "Oh, night watch." He was like, "They're like, they're like, who are all these people missing?" He's like, "That's what I'm trying to figure out too." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So we had something called fire guard. Yeah, then, fire guard. That's what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. So we had something called fire guard, and then people would come in like the drill sergeant yeah. on that shift, and like basically on the hour, every hour, somebody has a job they got to do. Yeah. Like, some some people mop. Some people do this. And at that time, we had to wear the whole full kit. Yeah. And our drill sergeant that we had, she was just mad at us. She was like, yeah, y'all full kit until y'all graduate. <laughs> and like, yeah, you sleeping with the stuff on? Damn. And, then, um, and how they just come in the room in the morning, you know, like just, wake up, up, get up. You know what I mean? Is that shit up. traumatizing? Like. Like after you got out of there, was you like traumatized by like, oh my God, like alarm clock going off? I wasn't something. traumatized, but it definitely, it definitely woke you up. Because like, you're so <laughs> tired. So when you finally get sleep, you, it's like you on that break at like. But can you sleep. go to sleep now early? Like you can go to sleep like like so for my, y'all niggas, y'all used to go to sleep like eight and wake up at four. Yeah, so I wake up at like four every day now. Like, and this is like no BS. I wake up. I try to wake up at three thirty, mm-hmm. so I can like take my time. Uh, bed. Yeah. So then at when four o'clock hits, I do my uniform, iron it, get where me and my wife will get my son together yeah. and then try to get him to daycare mm-hmm. at like five o'clock for us to go and try to make what time you're going to sleep? PT. Um, so for me, it's different because, uh, so I'm a, I'm military police. Yeah. I'm not ops. Right? Just in case <laughs> y'all know. So my job is a little different in the military. So with, with me, I'm working night shift right now. Okay. But when it wasn't, it was just like, I would get home around like probably like nine thirty ten. 10. So now you're working throughout the night. Now I'm working like the graveyard shift. So then, damn, so your girl, your wife, she goes in during the day? So, like, we kind of switched. Yeah. So, when she goes to work, I'm coming home. home yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm sleep during, so I get home around 6.30 in the morning. So, the shift is 10 o'clock at night, really 8.30, because I have to, like, get my weapon and mm-hmm. my OC spray and taser mm-hmm. and all that. And you ain't doing me. shit. We, I know, we do. <laughs> I can tell you some stories, too. So, 10 to 6 in the morning is the shift. Yeah. I get home around, like, probably, like, 6.20, 6.30, okay. depending on. And then, um, yeah, yeah she's headed son. out the door. Okay. So she can make uh, uh, her PT, uh, like physical she, fitness. She drops them off at daycare? Yeah. So th- so we're, we're, kind of, we're trying to figure it out out, um, out now, actually, because we just picked him up. So when we go back, that's going to be the schedule. Yeah. Like she's leaving, or mm-hmm. she's when I'm leaving, she's coming. Yeah. Versa. You and can't get him, off grade shift? Mm-mm. We rock in from mid-shift until, like, January. Now, the beauty in it is 
being an MP, there's different cycles. Mm-hmm. So right now we're on the road, which is a like blue cycle, and then like green cycle is like in the field. Okay. And with the field environment, it may be a little bit better, and yeah. different, and that's when we do like the whole army stuff. So will you stay a, a army police officer, or you move like as you said, the cycle? Like, can you you can move to different? Yeah. Jobs? So so like with with our with my MOS, um, like my military job being a military police is kind of split because we do the law enforcement side, mm-hmm. and then when it's times for war, like we do law enforcement, but then in like a deployed setting mm-hmm. almost, and basically just like. We call them like ACPs, mm-hmm. uh, like traffic control points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that, or like TCPs. I mean, traffic control points, just to make sure whoever's coming in at the time, you know, we're like we're just tracking. So we okay. kind of like make a way for infantry, and infantry is the big dogs. Like that's the people. So who, you always <laughs> talk like I don't know if you want to talk about this, but yeah, some yeah. of the cases you always send us is domestic violence case. Like yeah, yeah. Do yeah, you thanks. like? I feel like in the military, these guys that are in the military, they they find a girl quick marry her so they could be with her or something quick like that they don't even know this girl this girl comes live there and then there's this that happens so is that do you see mostly domestic violence cases you see a lot you see like you see a lot so you see suicides you see domestic violence you see you've seen suicide ones so there was one suicide where um a person on the highway it doesn't it's kind of hard to say if it was like it's not really on our post but on the highway going towards Mm -hmm. like you can hit our post that way Mm And it was this homeless person that got hit with a box truck. And, Damn. like, their body was just everywhere. Fuck that. And, like, you got... But there's suicides where, like... I there, I was on shift with a call of suicide. I didn't go to this one, but... Mm-hmm. Um, a dude, you know, a soldier hung himself. And then just last last week, there was a dude with a shotgun. 19-year-old. That shot himself? On our post, yeah. So, like, it's mental... Like. I, how? Why do they deal with so much mental health issues when like they're not aware at war? Like, why, why do you think they they're dealing with so much there? I think it's new. Like, when you're eighteen, nineteen, like you're and you go to college, you know, you're stressed because it's a new environment. But you have people there, you know, that can. Do you guys have that support? That mental health support there? So they do, but and for some reasons, I, me being in the military, I can't. Of course. Touch on it. Yeah. But I can say like, it's a checkbox. Oh yeah, that's that's everywhere though. Sometimes that's it's just a, a checkbox. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, cause not a lot of people. Yeah. You know, let's just say us first. I can use us culturally. They'd be like, you gotta go to therapy, bro. Yeah. But like black people, be like, bro, I'm not paying yeah. money to go talk about my exactly. therapy. Someone I don't know. Yeah. So it's that I, I don't. I'm just guessing. I don't know. As far as yeah. with them, it could be like you know, I'm here in the military. I could go to this place, but if I go to this place, am I am I considered crazy? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think just being away from home and then just like. I mean, at the same time, we're, we train to kill people. Yeah. So I don't know if it's war that scares them. Yeah. You know, because it is what you signed up for at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You just got to know what you're signing up for. But a lot of the times, it's like, it's a younger age. I would yeah. say like between 18 and 23. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that shit's so crazy, man. And at that time, too, you got to think like, I was, and when I was at eight, between that age, it was like, I was figuring out life, too. Yeah. You know, back in like 2018, like mm-hmm. I said, we were trying to figure out things, but they're trying to figure it out. In the setting where they're teaching you how to prepare mm-hmm. just in case we go to war. So it's, it might be just a little different. Wow. So if, if you can go back, would you do it all over again? As far as the military? Like, let's say your life, if someone's like, yo, I can offer you a road to college or I can offer you a road to the military. Would you, which one would you choose it again? I would do military. Because yeah. it just fits, I don't got to sit in a classroom. And, it fits who you are as a person. Yeah. And yeah. I, sometimes I think too, like, it has its blessings because I met my wife. You know, like, we met. Uh, in school, yeah, you know what I'm saying, 
But like as far as starting over, it would probably be the military. Go over the military again. Yeah, because like the people, and this is how it works too. I'm like a lower ranking right now, mm-hmm. and do you know how you go up in ranks? And the people that are my age, they're higher rankings. Because the degree. And I'm like, no, nah, not necessarily degree, just time and service. Oh, really? So like they could be. Yeah, I'm going to eat through right now. They went straight out of high school. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So we could be the same age in different ranks because yeah. I just joined, but Joy. you've been in since 2015. Facts. And it's just like, if I would have stayed in, I could yeah. be at this position. Yeah. But okay. it's going to happen eventually. Okay. But it's just like one of them things like, uh, but so, yeah, I would do military. So what advice could you give the the kid like you that lives in Beverly, lives in Burlington City, lives in Willenboro? What could you give that kid to like... I know your situation is fucked up. I know you're around like the the environment is sometimes controlling you. That's not who you really are. Yeah. Well, what advice could you give them? All right. Okay. I would say, I, if it's just you rocking by yourself, and let's just say you don't have support, I would say getting your word, not to necessarily push religion on you, but like I would say just like really get into your word. There's like different things you could read that can help you with. I guess, like, how you're feeling, you know, like the Bible app. Mm -hmm. And, like, they got plans on there. And for me, reading and just, for me, it worked. It was just, like, reading and praying and just paying Mm -hmm. attention to signs and whatnot. But fast forward off of that, I would just say, too, like, we all got that little kid in us. And let's just say past motivations or, like, things that inspired you as a kid, that voice is still in you, you know, even as we grow up. Mm -hmm. I would say don't lose that, too. Like, pay attention to that. Because with me... I always knew, like you said when I was a young boy, that I wanted, this was the goal. I wanted a family. I wanted a kid. I wanted a house. I wanted everything. It's like, how was I, I going to get there? So, like, if your goal is mm-hmm. to, whatever your goal is, you know what I'm saying, just still pay attention to that. Don't lose that, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of my success actually is, has been when I kind of backtracked a little bit. Like, the house I gave up on, and then I came back to it, mm-hmm. and then I made 20000 out of it. Yeah. You know, like, the military was something I wanted to do back in 2015, and then That's I forgot true. about it, yeah. and then I, I did it fast forward. So yeah. all these little things that it I wanted to time. accomplish, it's going to come with time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely got to have a, a foundation of of some kind of higher up. It don't got to be, you know, I'm a Christian, but whatever y'all believe in. But yeah. just kind of have a foundation with that. And then me and Ricardo, we talk about success all the time, like what makes somebody successful. And it's just as long as you you have a goal you kind of fall in love with the process and like in actual steps to get there. And you're at that any day, no matter if you're in a nice crib, mm-hmm. uh, one bedroom, two bedroom, you in your car sleeping. Mm-hmm. As long as you're moving towards that, you should yeah. be straight. And it sounds cliche, but I mean, there's a track record. Like mm-hmm. there was times where Rico didn't have a place to stay and he stayed with me. I didn't mm-hmm. have a place to stay. He stayed with me. I stayed with you, mm-hmm. you know? So there's a track record of people out here who you looking at? Who's successful? I mean, this dude graduated in college. I remember, you know, that was a goal of you when you was a yeah. young boy. You know what I'm saying? Even with, you know, having us having the foundation of football. Yeah. And then even a podcast and just doing things that he wants to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it could be something as small as like a sneaker collection. Like, just, you know, just small yeah, stuff. Shit. Like, whatever you put yeah. to words, like, it's going to, something's going to come out of it's, it. It's funny, girl. We were, we were those kids that were like, I, I felt like I was. I, people may not know this too, and I, I felt like I was always angry as well. Yeah. Like people don't know, like growing up in our circumstances, it can make you angry because I traveled every two every two years. I went to a new school, but I always played football at Palmar, so I always yeah. knew y'all from I don't know. You disappeared how. too for baseball. I remember. Yeah, that, that one year, and I would play baseball, and it's like I, but I was angry because I was like, 
when I go to school in Morristown, imagine going to school in Morristown in our situations. Like, yeah. to be honest with you, I was in Philly. I was living in Philly with my mom, and my dad lived somewhere in Palmyra. Mm-hmm. And I was going to school in Morristown. So when I would go home with my mom in, in, in Philly, our fucking ceiling in our, like, was legit collapsed. Like, our bedroom was collapsed. Like, yeah, we thanks. legit was eating the same shit. But then my girlfriend, like, after the school trip, she was getting picked up by her dad in Ferrari. So think about how that fucks with you, like, yeah, as yeah, a facts, kid. But facts. you don't think, like, this is fuck with me. You just know, like, I'm angry that I don't have no, You enough. don't have that thing. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't wait to get to the point of, like, and I'm going backwards now because it was, like, I just, when I got in grad school, I was, like, yo, I'm getting everything I fucking wanted growing up. And, like, I went AWOL with it. Like, I just yeah. was, like, fuck it. I'm just buying everything. Because I was, like, I want things. Like, I just, I never could have things. Now I can. So, like, I'm de-learning that, that stigma of it. But I think my motivation was, like, not stopping. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, we, like... Many people don't know, like, my senior year, like, I lived, we lived in my aunt's house for a little bit. Yeah, thanks. And, like, I remember that. that was, like, a, 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 probably the motivation I needed but didn't want, but it also gave me something, like, me and my dad, can, without that, I think me and my dad's relationship is close. Don't have that close. connection. Because, you know, me and my dad, grew, we were fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I remember that on the whole, field. Yeah. We'd be fucking, we'd be going at it, right? So, like, I that, that that brought us something different. But I think it's just in due time. Like, you really have to just... Truly, truly trust the process. Know it's like I live in a voice of it's a marathon. I live that. Like I, this is how I. But I have yeah. to remind myself, like yo, you're living the marathon. Do you just say it, or as you actually live actually in this? Living you know it. what I mean. So, I think if as a kid, like you just gotta like be okay with like yo, everyone's fucked up. Yeah. Like if if I just grew up knowing everyone's fucked up with me, like when I was with y'all, I was happier because it was like we all were in the same boat. We all don't have shit. Yeah, and, but and I, sense- if I would go to school in Morristown. No, I was the only one that didn't have shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So and like, else that's when it affected me more. Yeah. Um, but what motivates you today? Like, I feel like you're such a, you're a happier person. Like, you're, you you like am. who you are. At. Like, what motivates you? Keeps you happy today? So, like I said, it's the core that I had. Obviously, with y'all growing up, yeah. and then that second core is people at Rowan. So I want to give shout out to Chad. You know, Will, uh, Yazzie. You know Fuck that Yasmin. group, yeah. No, Yasmin, <laughs> yeah, Yasmin, Chad. Uh, who am Yasmin, I? Yasmin, uh, rest in peace, your girl, man. Uh, sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> who am I? TV TV. Yeah. My boy Will. Uh, just everybody up there too. My boy Matt that I used to work with. He got locks. My boy down in Florida now, but he okay. was at Rome with me. We worked at Las Galas, and like even with him, like that's a bro too to this yeah. day. I do anything for him. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my boy Matt. But just that group, the group I grew up with, and then my family, bro. Like, yeah. like my family, family. But then, like, me growing up, you know, being a mm-hmm. man, like, I look at my son and my wife. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, so it's just a dude. dope feeling. Like, yeah. I come home and, like, you know, not to, this sounds crazy, but, like, my wife, you know, she bring me food. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I'm in my crib. Yeah. And, like, touch on something, too. Like, f- from 15 to, like, 24, I didn't have a bed. Yeah. I slept on air mattresses. People, I didn't want to touch on that, but like, yo, I slept on couches. People know his story, like, yeah. I slept on like, you know, I slept on floor. Like, even I, I slept on the floor. I slept on the couch, and I'm at, like, at man, whose f- house? At your house? Yeah, just y'all. <laughs> with just us. Yeah, like, if you want to see our story, man. And then I said, like, the first thing I'm buying is a king size bed. Yeah. And you got and that, like, John? That's the I got. I got that. Yeah. A washer and a dryer because with the washer. I was washing my clothes at the high school in bro, the basement. Doesn't that shit fucking doesn't that shit like it motivate you, bro? Yes, people don't understand. Like I would take the bus, I would have my dirty clothes and then my brother's dirty clothes, and I'm washing it at my high school's basement because the principal allowed me. We had washers there? Yeah, in the basement. Really? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like it was a room not too close. You know the where boiler the pit. room. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I would wash my clothes in there. That's crazy. Why didn't you never tell us that shit? 
Because it was just like, I don't know. Nigga, hmm. I would have gave you some shit to wash for me, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I, like, Yo, oh, I thought she meant, like, why didn't I tell you the situation? No, why didn't you tell us? Yeah, you should have told us. I don't know. It was just frustrating. I was just mad. But, like, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, like, or, like, just washing our clothes out in the tub and then, like, hanging it outside yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere or whatever. Just, like, stuff like that. I'm like, man, it's a better way of living. And that's no knock on, like, yeah, your family, my, no, pa- my no. parents or anything. Yeah, not at all. It was just, like, you know, I, I want better for myself. Yeah. And as I should, you know, like, you know, my dad would be, like, you know, if I could be a dad like you, like, I want you to be better than me. You yeah, know, so, like, they know. And yeah. same thing with him. When he, my son becomes a dad someday, yeah. it's just better for his son. Generational growth. Just, just about. growth. But, yeah. like, when I look at my, my son and my wife, and I'm like, dang. And he, she, my wife can tell you, I have these moments where, like, I'm around the crib. And, you know, like, Will Smith, when he was, the episode when everybody moved so out. So, it's a cinema. So, <laughs> I, just, I just sit in my crib, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, bro. My wife would be on the couch, and, like, he'll be laughing. Yeah. And, like. There's food in my fridge, food in my pantry, and I'm just looking around. Like yeah. I look at, I walk in my son's room, and it's like decorated a certain way, like how she saw fit. Only this nigga like, new, bro. Only this little nigga. New. I go to my garage, bro. I just, I just take it all in. And yeah. I'm like, yo, like I'm here. That's a good realization to do. Like that, I, I have to find myself like acceptance and being happy. I have to like appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, be be ready. Like appreciate the moments because I'm someone that's always like just fast. Like I'm like on to the next day, on to the next day, on to the next yeah. day, and like. And Kat does that for me a lot. Like, she reminds me of, like, bro, like, remember where you came from? And, like, I'm like, fuck, I am, I, sh- I need to be happy, like, where, where, what I have. Like, if I look back to what I didn't have, like, yeah. dude, I'm telling you, like, I've always been a sneakerhead. Like, yeah. always, yeah. always a sneakerhead, but I didn't have the money to be a sneakerhead. Right. So, niggas never knew I was a sneakerhead. Like, right, I right, right. Every, like, Javon would come in with the shit. I'm like, oh, that's the bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Javon had the sneakers, right? Javon, like, he worked for it, right, right? He had the sneakers, but I didn't have it like that. So, but now, like, something that simple as, like, yo, wearing Yeezys to the gym. Like, I wear Yeezys to the gym every day. Facts. And it's like, I couldn't fucking, like, fathom that was my Because somebody, be. like, somebody looking at you, like, he got Yeezys on yeah, at the gym. Exactly. Like, bro, is bro, like, walking on his heels? Bro, you know what I'm saying? What, what but you see just... people wearing the gym today at Lifetime? Niggas okay. be wearing red bottoms, bro. Red Louis Vuitton to the gym. Is. But the, the, I, I do the same thing of, like, in my, like, like, for me, it was because my family structure was my mom lived in Flea, my dad lived in Palmyra. I would have clothes here, clothes there. Like, mm-hmm. I still have some trauma with that. Like, if, if like for some reason, it just popped in my head, like, yo, I haven't seen that pair of pants in a minute. Mm-hmm. I go look for it. If I can't find it, I'll, I'll wild out. I'm like, yo, I got to find these pants. Like, I, I can't leave and do anything until I find that because yeah. when they when I would go back and forth, I, was lo- I would lose shit. And then, like, now... Being in this house, it's like I had those moments too where I'm like, yo, cat, you don't know how happy I am just to have mine. Yeah. Like to be like, yo, this is my spot I come home to. Like I come home here. Like nice you will never see me sit in a reclining chair. Like I lived in when I was at my aunt's house for that year, senior year, like I slept in a reclining chair. chair for so much. Bro, yeah. like you can't ask me this. I won't sit in one now. Like I hate reclining chairs because of that moment. But it's like you'll have a couch, bro. You'll have a table. Like facts, facts. Like we made a way because of her. Like, and it's I think we need to big up like the women the are women lives, that you got with you. True, like without the women in your life and the women in my life, like I don't have it. that. I mean, this is no not. You can see it right here. What there's, does it say? There's not a black woman I can't think. Oh, you know, that's an Earl maybe, sweatshirt, maybe, bro. Maybe, maybe I gotta get a. There's no brown girl. You feel me? <laughs> like, there's no black girl I can't. Nah, like all jokes aside, though, like the woman, the woman, the bro, woman is so is, powerful. Bro. The woman is gonna hold you down, like like what you said. Cat kind of reminds you, like, remember where you came from. Yeah. And that little pushes me, like, too. Like, she damn. pushes me farther than yeah. I never thought, like, I can dream of or think of. Like, I didn't know even buying a house was possible. Like, right. buying yeah. this condo, I would have never. This would have been 10 years from now. That's what I'm like, saying. Yo, this shit's possible, yo. Like, what do you mean? Now I'm like, yo, you trying to buy a house this, this summer and, like, we just sell that bitch? Like, that thinking, like. That thing only a woman true. could put that into you, man. Like that, that, that drive, that like having 
I'm not saying go get a woman and she'll do that, but like find the right woman that motivates you to do better and pushes yeah. you. It's it's so important. I think that helped you out so well. Like yo, I couldn't imagine you with any other woman, bro, that could push you into this. And that's no knock on you know what I'm saying like anybody else. No, but, that's knocks on other bitches. But I'm no, just I'm saying not. as far as when it comes to her, like yeah, like yeah, she's definitely the one. Like that's the one, yeah. Not only, you know what I'm saying, I met her a certain way. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, crazy. You know, she just had the locks and just her style and her look. <laughs> the that yeah. was the point story itself. The yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the locks and everything. <laughs> yeah, and it fresh was, dreads, yeah. She, um, where was she? Uh, we met during a, that, that play you're talking about. It was kind of, it was a church play. Oh, yeah. So, like, just seeing us getting into, like, the acting and kind of the, the character I played was kind of me. And, my, yeah. and the character she played was kind of her as okay. far as her life story. So just through that process of us just getting like authentic with each other, you know, mm-hmm. raw emotions yeah. pouring into the acting, I was like, damn, like she's kind of dope, you know what I'm saying? And I seen her around campus. She swore as we uh, we met a couple times, really? and I just like blew her off because, you know, no, you, you I, just, wasn't I was with zone. Rico, and then yeah, I was just like, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, All right. <laughs> but she says we met a couple times. But like, nah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's crazy. She she ter- she turned my life around. Word, bro. Definitely. Hey, brother. I was, I want to tell you, bro. I'm so proud of the the man you've become. Because at the end of the day, we all all of us niggas was worried about you. The most out of all of us, we we knew we all be all right, but we was more worried about you than anything. And to see where you are now and see like your impact on this world and. I, we always knew Josiah would be a great dad. Josiah love the kids, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm about to bring. Wait, where he at? Eli. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm so, so, so proud of the man you are, bro, and what you're going to accomplish. Keep growing. What are some any last last words you want to leave? With um, the camera. Hold on, let me see. Dang, my pops called. Hold on, let's, that's not professional. Any <laughs> not last either. words? Um, last words I would want to say is I don't even know. Oh, I got one. G W I O G L. Get with it or get lost. That's what we used to say as young boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you just got to admit it. You, uh, what is it? Get in where you fit in. What yeah. else you want? Yeah. Uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know what I'm saying? Eli, is that you? Hey, Mirror. Is that is that professional? That's Mirror. You, if you want your kid on camera, that's on you. Come here real quick. With E. But now, I don't got no last words. I appreciate you. I want to say, too, you know what I'm saying? As far as what you got going on, I love this. Uh, like it's therapeutic. Spot. I like the spot. Yeah. I like what you're doing with the podcast because it was brother. something that you talked about too. Like you know, yeah. I want to start a podcast. Yeah. It's just like, all right, well then do it. You know what I'm saying? And you making it happen. I, and I like it. You know what I'm saying? The cameras. Is that is? You might have to cut this part. Nah, you good. We keep we keep all this in. I want to hold. Oh, it. he's he's with Winnie the Pooh. He's with Winnie the Pooh. He's with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> hey, bro, you keep your breathing into the mic, big dog. No, I don't breathe into the mic. <laughs> now you good. Look, look, chilling with daddy, chilling, chilling. <laughs> I don't know if they can see. This the mic. Yo, what's your name, little man? <laughs> Bro, ready? Look, I'm gonna try to sing one. Come on inside the room. Maybe you're hot with mine. <laughs> you never know what you find till you let a little love inside. Hey, do 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 do. Nah, but this yo, is he gonna be um, you gonna be a center too, bro? Yeah, he definitely lineman. He hey, definitely look, lime and status, hey, bro. Can the mic hear me? Fun fact with the whole center, I play flag football for the army joint. Oh, yeah. On post, and I'm the center. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But like in they lead, the center can go out for passes. Okay, okay. They was like, who can snap the ball? I said, ah. I got the history. He got the grip. I hey, feel you, bro. Hey, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you. Please go watch another episode. We have weekly episodes coming out with sports. Um, thank you guys. I appreciate the love and those we trust.